healthy, fit and strong? Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you a nice person? And it's interesting because you can be a world champion. You can be the best business person in the world. You can be healthy, fit and strong. You can have ripped abdominal and tight butt cheeks. Uh, you can have lots of money. You can have a beautiful home. But my question is always, are you a nice person? And there's a great quote that says, it's good to be a champion and it's great to be a nice person, but what if you're both? So you're striving to do all the things that you want to do, but you're a nice person as it goes. And one of the things that I'm inspired by, excited by, and I'm always aware of and take note of is how people treat other people who can't do anything for them. So, and there's another great observation, is who are you when you are at your best? So you're a champion, you're a winner, you've won gold medals, you're the champion of the world. But how do you treat people then? Because a lot of the time on the way up, you have to treat people nicely uh, because you want something from them. But when you're the champion of the world, when you're the best at what you do, do you still treat people nicely? And one of the reasons why I have certain people in my circle of influence, whether it's I buy their book or I have their memorabilia on my wall or I'm interested in, in what they've done in their life, is not because they're a champion of their sport or their business or their, their talent, but they're a nice person as well. And do you ever, I, this has happened to me too many times, unfortunately, where I've thought somebody, uh, wow, they're a champion and they're inspiring and they're great people. And then I watch the way they treat a cleaner or the way they treat a fan. Uh, on the way up, it's interesting how sports people always sign autographs and they feel really, you know, it's like an ego thing that somebody wants my autograph. But have you watched sports? Some sports people, when they become super famous, they stop investing time in their fans and they don't take the time to sign people's autographs. Or I love watching the end of a big uh, soccer match or a big Formula One event or or a rugby league game where the team spends lots of time after the game with their fans, signing autographs, talking to them, getting photos taken. To me, that shows that you are a beautiful person regardless of your fame and money. And the reason I'm sharing all of that with you is that well, I can't control what other people do, you can't control what other people do. But I always ask the question, who are you? Not just uh, when you're trying to impress people or on your way up or uh, because you need to be a nice person, but who are you when nobody's looking? Who are you when it doesn't matter? And how do you treat people that can't do anything for you? Uh, I always make this, it's a bit of a random thing, but I often chat in schools. And one of the things that I always ask school teachers uh, in particular is if the principal of the school isn't here today, who would actually know that? Because that's supposedly the most important person in the school is the school principal. But probably only the school principal secretary and a few other people would know if the principal isn't in the school. But what if the cleaner's not there? If the cleaner doesn't come to school today, will we notice? And of course the answer is yes. I don't think anybody's more important than anybody else. How about you? I think we all have value to add to the world. I'm so grateful for the cleaners in the world. I'm so grateful for the people who work in the supermarket. I'm so incredibly grateful for the people who serve us on a day-to-day -day basis. But to treat somebody as a servant, I think, is very disrespectful because without those people, we can't do anything. Uh, I've worked 
I very proudly worked as a cleaner because I've managed health clubs all of my life and I became very aware at a very early age that if the health club's not clean, then you can often lose members. So I very, was very proud to clean the toilets and clean the showers and empty the rubbish bins. And that was something that for me as the manager of the health club was a really important thing for me to do because I, A, wanted to have a clean health club, but B, I wanted other people to see that uh, Rowie's not that bloody important because she really isn't. And I love seeing very wealthy, very successful people doing menial tasks, showing that it's uh, there is nobody more important than anybody else and that everything that we do in life has value. Uh, everybody that's doing something for us has value. So I watch how sports people, for example, when they lose, how do they treat their, their competitor? Uh, my beautiful husband came in who competes on a regular basis in one of the toughest sports of all, which is in the ring fighting somebody. He, the first thing he always does is thank his opponent because without his opponent, he wouldn't be able to fight. So if he wins, he thanks his opponent, thank you so much for being here. And if he loses, he thanks his opponent because if you don't have an opponent, you can't fight. I'll share that again. But every fight he's ever had, he's become better because of it, wiser and stronger because of it, whether he's won or lost. I watch how other sports people sometimes respond or react to losing, particularly in a subjective sport where it's being judged. Uh, if you pick a sport where the fastest person wins or the person who jumps the highest wins and it's obvious who wins, then that's easy. But when you're in a, in a sport where it's subjective and there's judges' opinions involved, is it possible that you have to accept the fact that there will be times when you lose even if you think you have won? And I love watching how people respond or react to that. It's happened to came in multiple times where even the photography afterwards has proven that he won that match. But he just smiles and thanks his opponent and thanks the judges for being there because if there's no judges, how, how do you have a competition, a subjective competition? So the important thing for all of that, of course, is that who are you? What do you stand for? What are your core values? What kind of person are you? When nobody's watching, so it doesn't matter, just do you like who you are? And if the whole world is watching, are they seeing a beautiful person who's respectful of everybody, even if the person can't do anything for you? Uh, when you go to an event, for example, do you thank the, the people who are serving you at the bar? Do you thank the wait staff? Do you thank the people who clean the toilets? Something that I'm really aware of because I've done all of those things and they're usually very thank, thankless jobs. Uh, one of the things I always do when I eat out at a restaurant is, yes, I'm very, very quick to leave a tip for great service and I always do that. Uh, but I always go out to the kitchen also and thank the people who cooked my meal for me. Whether it's the person who washed the dishes or actually the chef that created the meal, all of that together brings a beautiful experience. And I think that those people deserve thanks and they deserve to be respected. And I respect them. And I'm asking, again, very personally, who are you when everybody's watching? Who are you when nobody's watching? I'm not sharing that stuff with you about me because I want to impress you. There's nothing about that. I'm just expressing who I am because I'd love the world to be a better place. And I think the world would be a nicer, kinder, more respectful place if we took the time to say thank you, if we took the time to appreciate the people who actually can't do anything for us. Uh, very interesting last story. Uh, there was a, a television show uh, where uh, you got the opportunity to work in a big company and everybody wanted to work in the big company. It was a re reality television show. 
So they collected people from all over the world, they brought them to London, and they were going to the big office to meet the big boss. But what they didn't know was the big boss was the taxi driver taking them to the office. He was in disguise. And he sent a lot of the people home before they ever got to the office because of the way they treated the taxi driver. He said, in my business, everybody's important and everybody needs to be respectful. And if you can't treat the taxi driver nicely, then you have no place in my business. I've lived my life like that. I, I want to associate with people like that. I want to be involved with people who treat everybody with respect and treat everybody because they have value to add to the world. Uh, that's just me. And now I'm asking you again, who are we under pressure? Who are we when we are with people who can't do anything for us? And if we're going to live our life to the max, wouldn't it be awesome to be able to look at in our mirror at the end of the day and say, regardless of how rich I am or poor I am, regardless of how happy or sad, whether my clothes fit me or I'm hungry or I'm successful and wealthy, I still treat all people the same. Uh, and there's a really great question that I often ask. Who are you under pressure when you're hungry, when your clothes don't fit, when it's cold, when you're stressed, when you're tired? How do you treat people? Because, of course, it's really easy to treat people nicely when everything's going great. But when things aren't going so great, what kind of person are you? So regardless of how fit and strong you are, regardless of how muscular you are, regardless of how awesome you are and everybody else thinks you're awesome, do you think you're awesome because you're a nice person all of the time? Thank you for coming to Romax. Thank you in advance and or thank you for being a beautiful person to everybody that you meet. And may we all live our life to the max because we choose to. Super duper doo, how are you? Fit and strong and healthy. Woohoo!